I'm Ben. I'm Evan. And I'm Cameron. And we are Dads with Cars. Vegas, baby. Yeah, I was just I was gonna <laughs> Vegas was on my head and I was gonna say welcome back from Vegas. Well there's the title right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Vegas. You know, speaking of Vegas, just real quick, like yeah. that was the best Formula One race of the season, in my opinion. Did, did you assume you watched according it? to yeah. everybody that was not in vegas no i mean like i i thought the warm-up was tough you know and the practice was tough and and qualifying was whatever you know but the race itself the amount of action that happened in the race like with passing and everything i, I thought it was pretty exciting yeah and i can't say that about many that. formula one races everybody has said that oh that's cool except for the people in vegas yeah yeah who were just like fuck f1 what the fuck? Can you imagine, though, if you were a visitor and went there for practice just for Thursday? Yeah. How pissed you'd and be? You, you saw nine minutes of practice yes. and you weren't allowed back on the track. There, yes. There's a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit and they're claiming $30,000 damage per spectator. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. My, a class action. <laughs> my Uber driver on the way to the airport wow. tonight was one of those people who's like, I'm suing those motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I know that they offered, I think Max Verstappen made a comment. You probably read it. It's they like, offered him a three hundred dollars I would burn the place down He's if they the, offered that's me exactly this. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, and and they offered them to a two hundred dollars voucher for merchandise. Yeah, like yeah, a jacket at, or at something. The, <laughs> at the F one store, they offered. Right, I'd be so pissed. Which off. I saw most of the F one gear from that race. It was terrible. Really? Oh, it was bad. I mean, it was like typical like F one in Las Vegas. Yeah, like glow colored Mercedes hats, and I mean, oh, it was oh like, no, they're all like that. <laughs> And everything had like a great everything had an elvis a fake elvis gold belt oh, on. oh yeah yeah everything was mirrored yeah so that, that was, was that was like everybody's helmets wasn't yeah it? it was like look what i have to well, oh everybody's oh suit. everybody's done that yeah. did you notice everybody's suit they yeah. all had a freaking yeah. elvis belt it was it yeah. was amazing so the other thing that i didn't know is f1 has signed a 10-year contract with yep. them 10 years of that stuff yeah and i mean the pavement oh looks God. the pavement looks fantastic like i don't know that i've ever seen vegas pavement as nice as Did, that i assume you drove down the strip at some point uh Did i was hit, driven down that's the what i mean strip you on were, the way out tonight and was it like super smooth it was Did was you it, hit a pothole <laughs> No, we <laughs> we didn't hit a pothole. We hit a manhole cover, and it flew up all like well, that's Stallone what I meant. I'm style. sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> I meant a Which manhole. is so funny that that's it. It's like it's the movie Driven. Basically. It is basically. <laughs> I want to go to Vegas and take a big shit on one of those manhole covers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was amazed at how much of it was still up. Like the the indoor stands are still up, and that stuff's all portable and the guy who drove me to the airport tonight he's like yeah they're gonna store all that shit in a warehouse and dig it out like three months before the next race i was wow. like oh my god well that's what they do at coda as well coda for moto gp or they, they only build they build seats for about two hundred and fifty thousand fans extra except for the permanent seats that are there on the front straight and certain other grandstands so all those seats are torn down and, and put up every single year just for that race that's crazy at a dedicated racetrack. I wonder when the, the capital expenditure of that infrastructure is depreciated. Is it three years? Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was funny to look at it because, you know, they're not on foundations. They're basically on a super intricate, complex set of jacks, basically. Right. And they it just was, bolt it to the front of casinos, presumably. No, this was just like, it was like in the middle of a field, except for Bellagio. There's one in front of Bellagio that they were largely torn down. 
by today. But when that's I got the there, one that pissed everybody off. Yeah, that one because they 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 basically uprooted all those trees that are in front of the Bellagio. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah. they're they're gone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think I know what you're talking about. Summer. Yeah, when you walk up, there's like a railing there in front. There of used the, to be yeah, in front of the fountain. And it yeah. was it was actually kind of nice because it was shady. Yeah, and then, you the know, trees, yeah. like the water would be going, and you get a little bit of a like mist from the water sure. under those trees. A little but, bit of Bellagio jizz on your face. <laughs> a little beautiful, like image. a hot, hot <laughs> Vegas. Stop it. <laughs> Italian spray across your face. That's the, well, that's tragic that they got rid of those trees. They, yeah, they couldn't I mean, have worked around it. Jesus. I can understand like the disruption and some of the stuff like that pissing people off. Yeah, I was going to try and think of a better race than Las Vegas, Bahrain this season. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this season, I, I can't. Oh, uh, especially well. for your boy Leclerc did amazing. Yeah, did so was, many great moves. Oh my god, it was that that movie at the end was fantastic. I mean, I re- like when I watch MotoGP, I am literally like yelling and jumping up and down. <laughs> like, re- I mean, I'm you know I'm super into it, and it's super crazy action. Man, the last race was ridiculous, unfreaking real. MotoGP, in my opinion, is the best motorsport on the planet, if not just the best sport. Period. Anyway, is there um, balsa wood or no, tungsten no, involved? No, no balsa wood at all or <laughs> tungsten, but. I, I was like that a couple times during F1. And I'm right. not even a big... I don't care who wins. Were you like up honest. out of your seat? You're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh yeah. What's I, jumped, happen? I jumped up and you know was holding my head like, oh my God, did you see that? Kind of thing by yeah. myself. I really enjoyed it. That's cool. I don't yeah. know. Like Br- Brazil Alonso, you know, that was pretty good. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't believe he's back racing, but <laughs> anyway. But I feel like the th- cool thing about Vegas was not only it did look beautiful on TV. I mean, the final result with the way the track was lit up and yep. the scenery around, it was pretty freaking spectacular. Yep. The one thing that I thought was weird is on TV, you couldn't see any fans because it was nighttime, I guess. Yeah. Nobody was there. I don't, I don't know about that, but I was no, so the, curious. The dude, the dude who drove, he was like, was, I had was not, not full. He's no. like, I had not great seats and I just kept moving down and getting into nicer and nicer, fluffier wow. seats in the indoor stands. Oh, no way. Really? Yep. Yeah, because he was like, there's nobody there and nobody gave a shit. Why yeah. didn't they just, I mean, two days before, why didn't they just, would, wouldn't they rather have someone in the seat? That's what for, he was for saying. For 200 bucks than He's not like, sell them at all? They were ridiculous. They should have made, you know, they should have had an entry level seat that was under 200 bucks. Yep. They would have filled that place. Yeah. And I wonder where the general admission were. I never, I didn't see uh, anybody just standing around. Exactly. I, I th- that's what I think they, they hoped would happen, but I didn't see any like crowds like of that kind of, they should start the race at least two hours earlier. They oh, could start it three I, hours earlier. No yeah. idea why they started that shit so late. Yeah. Well, and they don't want to disrupt the traffic in, you know, uh, it, well, but does it matter? No, seriously. <laughs> like the it wouldn't matter town, what time you did. Like, it. Yeah. It's still messed up. Like, and there's, They've moved everything off the road, but there's so much disassembly and so many trucks and so much construction to take it all apart. Like yesterday when I was walking through there, they were taking apart the technical buildings, like the the Red Bull yeah. know, technology facility or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had the traffic stopped for like an hour as right. they were like pulling trucks through there. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I mean, in between the races and practices and stuff, those roads turn back into regular roads, which is stupid, really. And they, and one of the, I think one of the reasoning for it being like the you know qualifying and practices stuff being at mid, you know midnight, midnight. Beca- was because well there'll be less disruption to the traffic. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in Las Vegas at midnight or one or two or yeah, three o'clock, people in the morning, are driving around. It's the same amount of traffic, so yeah. it wouldn't make at any difference yeah. if you did it at seven o'clock or, no. or midnight. No, it's yeah. I don't think anyway. 
Yeah. And it was freezing too. Error. And I, and I think for what it would the idea of like if you weren't I mean, I can imagine the conversation. Be like, "Hey honey, do you want to go to watch the Formula 1 racing with me tonight? Well, what time does it start?" 10 o'clock. Well, what's the temperature going to be? Oh, I don't know. Like about five degrees yeah. Celsius. <laughs> It'd be like, no, no, you can go do that by yourself. Yeah. So from that aspect, I think they would get more, they'd get more fans. They'd get more people in the stands, you know, at seven o'clock at night. Well, they also need to make sure that, you know, when you get up to use the potty that you come back and the race isn't over. <laughs> Should I should I keep watching or is it going to stop any second now? <laughs> it's like so is it what what's going on? It has the flag dropped are we going? It's like it's done. I lo- I loved all of the commentary from like the non F1 Vegas people who were like so they had one of the races tonight and it finished early and everybody's screaming at them in the comments going <laughs> it's not a race it was a practice. They had one of the races. Yeah, they had one of the pre-races tonight. <laughs> wow. I mean, and then they canceled the second pre-race and rescheduled it for 3 hours later. Pre-race. <laughs> when I went to when I went to Coda that first year, second year, whatever it was, it was the same. It's like nobody knew what they were, what things were called. No, or, and they're like, "How do I get to the top of where the oval is?" Yeah, right. And you're like, "There's no oval." <laughs> like you you're this is a road race, so, you know, so you mean we're not going to be in the grandstands watching them go around in a circle? No, we're not going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So the so and then the race the, the reason I say they should start the race earlier. So the race last weekend, I don't know if you saw the Abu Dhabi I watched um, it, yeah. And it it like they start the race basically at sunset. So you have like so to your point, you'd have like sunset down the strip and then that you'd transition into the kind of night Vegas that dur- sounds cool. during the race. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of the sun in their eyes as an obstacle as well. <laughs> <laughs> ah, smash! We got seven crashes in turn one. Do they have a? They have pop-up headlights on those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, nice, uh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. So, so you literally, you, so just for our listeners, you have you've literally exited the airport, returning from Las Vegas, and you've come straight here to the podcast. I threw a glass of whiskey into your hand, and we're and we're off and running. Yeah, that's how we do. <laughs> that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, I literally, uh, I was in Las Vegas an hour and forty minutes ago with a drink in my hand there as well. So I guess you know, let the good times roll. I, I picked him up in the nine eleven. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It got picked up in style. So <laughs> literally, okay. So did you get out of the car? And go Uber. <laughs> No, no, I gave out and gave, gave him a big mushy kiss Aww. and a big hug. So, <laughs> so the fun thing was, I was out in front waiting for Evan, and you know, I can hear him coming up. So I'm like, I I got up when I could hear him before I could see him. And this awesome. this woman who was on the plane with me, you know, good looking woman, but you could tell she was a little like she knew she was good looking. Okay, she's standing on the curb, and you know, she I. I'm watching her eyeing up Evan's car, right? <laughs> like, it's like the head turn. You know, she's looking at it. I walk right around her. I think her. she was looking at me. She was looking right in my eyes, dude. Yeah, she was like, look at that guy. She's, she's like, like, why is that guy driving right? <laughs> No, no. This guy stole this car. I can't believe it. No, she's like, I thought Dave Kindig was in, in Utah. <laughs> like, Kindig it? Anyway. So I, I walk right around her fly open the door to Evan's car and I'm like 
home, honey, I'm high. <laughs> and everyone's like, what's up? And, and you can just see this woman just like, what the Try, fuck? Trying to process this. Yeah. She watched us drive off with her head shaking. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. You should have like, you should have like uh, thrown the bag in the car, closed the door, like peeled out and then stopped <laughs> and then Cameron opened the door and go, you coming? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. We got a podcast to do. You need a ride? Yeah. Evan could have been all ass grass or cash. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> I don't think she would have fit. She it wasn't was, that big. Was pretty tight. She was kind of tall, I thought. Yeah, I mean, she's about my height. Yeah. She could have turned her head like this in the back seat. Every time I think of Vegas, the quintessential moment that pops into my head, considering the issues with fans and the attendance and stuff, is the image which you might have seen of Paris Hilton dressed up and going into that event, the after party, and like there's like nobody there. <laughs> She's like looking around. She's all dressed up in this super tight, you know, Formula One outfit kind of. And it was just the most awkward scene ever. I couldn't even watch the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is torture. The best thing would be is if, like, Nicole Richie was already there. <laughs> just like, oh, hi. It's hot. So hot. This party's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I want to find, like, the least. Can, I, can somebody get me the stat for this? That w- which is, the, which is the, the Grand Prix that is least attended by vips well i think that's, it was that's the one i want to go to definitely not vegas it was austin until vegas probably right <laughs> yeah it's definitely not miami now it's no. definitely not vegas now no maybe, and, ov- and obviously it's not monaco maybe bahrain no really yeah that's, that's so you just can't win then you can't mm-hmm. win they're all of well uh brazil silverstein brazil yeah uh, no that's, that's always like a just ridiculous actually the whole thing's kind of become ridiculous Actually, yeah, you know what? Ridiculous. So, um, I sent you guys this meme uh, of like it's only been two days, you know, without yeah, without funny. without Formula One. Um, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and paint a, a, a radio picture here. It's somebody had taken a, a high pressure hose and they had cleaned like the corners of their uh, the paving stones in their yard. So that it revealed like the red and white paving stones underneath because it was all dirt. It looked like the corners on an F1 track, and it's like well, they painted it red and white. No, they just they just cleaned them. That, that was the whole thing. It's like the it's it's a British thing. Oh, okay. Because there's lots of rain and dirt and mud that falls out of the sky. I see. And gets your gets your yard really dirty, right? And then if you were to take a high pressure hose, you would clean it off to back to what it was supposed to look like. Anyway. Um, now I forgot what I was going to say. Well, they were like the apexes, you know, like on this they little like the dog leg in this guy's back yeah. backyard. Yeah. yeah. Um, path. But uh, <laughs> here's what I want to do, um, because the the pain of not seeing F1 cars drive was prolonged only slightly, because they had a a test in Abu Dhabi. So they've been testing, post season testing for like two days in Abu Dhabi. So I keep seeing I keep seeing content from that, and I'm looking around like the stands of like the you know of the 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 track and i'm like i, I want to go and just hang out for two days and watch the cars that's without any of the, like the pomp and circumstance and none of that bullshit just yeah. let me just let me watch the cars for two days it'd be great yeah i dig that they were doing like 300 laps and all this kind of stuff so that's what moto gp does 48 hours after the last race yeah they're out there for 51 laps yeah testing the next year's bike i think it was that well they, they're not testing next year's car but they were doing like a pirelli test so they're like testing new tires 
Yeah, I don't want to bring up the pain and agony of Car Week, but the prehistorics. That was that. It's no, like no VIPs. I mean, Adrian knew he was. There. No, there are VIPs, <laughs> but like all the VIPs are like bored out of their minds. So they're like, oh, wh- yeah, hey, I'm the CEO of McLaren. I'll talk to you. And you're like, I'm nobody. Cool. <laughs> And I didn't know that you were the CEO of McLaren and, until this guy over here let me know that you're the CEO right. of McLaren. Yeah, after we were already talking. Which was also when Diego, uh, we've already told the story, so I won't go through all the details, but he's standing with Magnus Walker and doesn't know who Magnus Walker is. And he's like, <laughs> there's some, like, I don't know if he's a hippie or if he was like a Rastafarian, but he's English. And I'm like, did he talk a lot about Porsches? And he's like, yeah, he did. Like, Magnus Walker and somebody who knew Mac- it was like yeah he was talking to Magnus Walker and he's like I don't like I don't know anything about a guy with <laughs> long hair that way. it's better that way yeah but you know like They're I said the people, VIPs you know? are willing to hang out with you yeah I saw an F1 card yesterday a, I thought, re- a I, real one not that one that you took a picture of uh, no no okay. I saw that one <laughs> I thought that one looked pretty cool you didn't like that what's wrong with that no it's just it's a model though isn't it it's like a yeah. And the front wing to me doesn't look very different than the actual front wing of a Formula One uh, car. I think I, maybe I'm maybe that's me. Then I spend way too much time on the technical websites, right. looking, at, looking at the aero differences between yesterday and today. On you know, Ben's like that's got thirty percent extra balsa <laughs> <laughs> and wood twenty twenty percent less flex or whatever. The micro what what, what was that stuff? The what? I don't know. You were like it's got some kind of micro flex that oh yeah 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 yeah. they were getting all upset there i re- I, did, I learned something the other day they have the dots have you seen the dots on the rear wing oh fuck what when <laughs> they have like they're they're like the size of a like half dollar and they're painted white usually uh-huh and they're in exact positions that the F- fia mandate and they then use the onboard cameras and they track the position of the dots right to make sure that there's not too much flex Oh okay. my god! Like they see like how round the dot is, or something no, like that. They, they literally, it's like uh, you know, like around the city, you have the brass things that are bolted into the pavement. Yeah, yeah. Which is for where they take the measurements for when how stuff yeah. moves. USGS. Stuff. Yeah, the USGS. So they have like these white dots. I guess if your livery's white, the dots are black. But like on the, I think on the Ferraris, they're white. And they in the camera, they just they like digitally, because uh, obviously the camera's fixed because it's on the back of the car. And so they digitally, you know, superimpose the location of the white dots in the picture on the camera. And then if the dots move, then they know that the wing is moving. Oh, interesting. I think what they should do is they should do away with all of that. And they send a guy named Joey down to the pit lane right before the race. (laughs) And Joey just, he walks by every car and flips a coin, you know, a little bit like Two-Face from Batman. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, it's heads, you're getting the drill. And he just takes out a drill and just starts drilling into parts of the car. <laughs> and then he's like, go. <laughs> just, you know, I mean, like, that that could be like an equalizer, right? It's like... You should do that to Max's car. Don't worry about the, don't worry about the technology. You're still going to win, even with a giant hole in the back of your wing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I admit, this is my first year watching every race in Formula One. Still I'm, haven't I'm, done that. I'm, I'm like I'm like a new fan, you know. And when a guy like Verstappen comes in, which which has happened in MotoGP as well, he comes in and just dominates and has double the points by the end of the season, and he won the championship with five races to go. 
it does suck some of the energy out of i mean i am looking to see who's going to play second and stuff like that but you know I, I like to see it go down to the wire yep everybody does i mean that's not yeah, like a that's uncommon why, thing like i again i i love the technology i love that you guys love the racing <laughs> i love this for you um Look, I like it. I can't say I love it. it I love MotoGP. I, I, I like Formula One. I, I find it a great thing to watch. I'd rather watch that than any show on television. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like the Le Mans racing. Just way more into that. Yeah. Like the long endurance racing where people actually pass each other. Looking back on the season, I'm glad I'm a fan now. And I'll, I'm going to pay for the little subscription next year and the year after and the year after. I'll, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, that's cool. It's fun. It's yeah. something to do, you know? Yeah. It's and, definitely something to and do. And when MotoGP and, and Formula One are racing in the same weekend. Dude, MotoGP and like, Formula One should race in the same race. <laughs> Chill out, bro. <laughs> That'd be so badass. MotoGP would get their asses handed to them. I don't think so. No, they definitely would. No. I don't think so. They're like 20 seconds slower. Didn't you see that thing? Like, wasn't there that one episode of Top Gear, like, way, way back, where mm-hmm. they were like, we put this 1,000-horsepower car, this whatever, and this, you know, 20-horsepower go-kart. Yeah. And the go-kart was, like, faster. <laughs> yeah, lightweight. Depends on the track, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the track and the length and, like, how much time you spend in the straights versus in corners. But, like... Yeah. The F1 car just has so much traction. It just gets around the corners so much faster. You see that uh, again? No, man. There's all these like memes, and it's like uh, it's that shot of Eau Rouge uh, in, at Spa from the bottom of Eau Rouge, like right on the fence, and it's like the caption is "fast car." You know, like I, a, I know exactly what you're talking about. It goes it, like that, and, and it's like yeah. a it's like a GT three car, <laughs> right, right? And it kind of goes GT car, and it goes up the hill. It's like a it's like a right left right as it because yep. it as it squirrels up the hill, and so you it's like fast car, and you see this car going, and you're like, whoa. And then it goes F one car, <laughs> not comparable. Yeah, yeah. it's like Insane. a different dimension. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe in when they're using their DRS or whatever, the guy in the bike could be like drafted off the back. <laughs> yeah, like a eighties movie about bicycling. I I, st- I still have problems with it. Like it's supposed to be the pinnacle of motorsport, and yet there are so many rules and regulations that prevent it prevent it from being the technical pinnacle of motorsport. Like, well, we have the French involved. That's the problem. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. The, the banana is not the right shape. <laughs> <laughs> but it was last week, and the Germans are like, it always is the right shape. <laughs> <laughs> and every Brit's just like fucking bananas. It's got the pub. Yeah. God damn bananas. Why are you eating bananas? It's got the pub. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck your bananas. We're about black current. Yep. Hey, I have a Turo update. Sweet. Oh yeah. What happened with that bullshit? So I kind of forgot about it. Uh-huh. Johnny Tesla. Yeah. So uh just to recap for our listeners, uh I Turoed a Tesla for a week. We've talked about that at length. We don't need to do any more of that. <laughs> But uh, uh, there was some damage on the car when I returned it, and I, 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 I acknowledged it. I said, oh, yeah, that's in the photo. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened. Da, da, da. And then um, moments later, I get a notification from Turo saying that a claim has been raised against my rental. I'm like, okay, fine. Well, let's go through this and see how it goes. And uh, we don't need to go to the details in the podcast. But anyway, uh, it all went quiet 
and I kind of forgot about it for like three or four days. And then over the weekend, I was just like, wait a second. I didn't, there was no follow up. I was expecting a call. I was expecting like Turo, like the loss adjuster to reach out, call me. I was going to say, yep, yeah, no idea how it happened. No problem at all. Here's my insurance details. Da, 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 da. Here we go. No problem. And uh, that didn't happen. And then over the weekend, I was like, oh, I'm going to go into Turo. So I opened up the app. I could find no mention of this this thing. Sure enough, Monday morning, I get a an email and a text message saying that the case has been dropped. Love it. Sweet. Yeah. What a nice little breath of fresh air. Yeah. So that exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, cool. That's good. I, I wonder if it's. I wonder if that. What an easy scam that would be. <laughs> but I mean, like I mean, he could make several hundred dollars on every rental just by doing that if he wanted to. Well, but you uh, you took a photo of it, and the damage was in the photo that you took, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, after it, the fact, after you got yeah, the car off, when you dropped it off, yeah, because right? the, the whole part, the whole point of the tour. Oh, okay, okay. You take a bunch of photos before you drive the car when yeah. you pick it up, and then you take a whole bunch of photos after you drop it off. And, okay, so and it was in the picture that and you so took. does and so does the owner, right? Okay. So like it, this, it's all squared. It's like this, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, but so he's still legit. trying to make cash on the parts and labor. Also, or he's just an idiot. And then he was like, "Oh shit, Ben found this. Oh my god, look, it's on Amazon. I yeah. can get that for a hundred bucks." Right. And then yeah. he probably looked underneath his hole. Oh, gum and tape. Yeah. Yay. Exactly like I said. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's probably that. Yeah. So, is all of the effort worth the? No, it is not. Right. Hey, Ben. I noticed there's a new car in your driveway. Hey, I, have, I, have yeah. a, I have a different car in my driveway. Pretty sweet, dude. I have a 2024 Audi Q5 S line 2.0 liter turbo. Yeah, utterly drivable. <laughs> and I will tell you, it is utterly drivable. <laughs> you know, I was we were talking about that a little bit on the way over here. I think it's a good thing your car is with Audi because of the fact that they're giving you a brand new. 2024 Q5 line thing yeah. to drive around in. It's utterly yeah, drivable. If I was if I had to rent a car and had to wait on them and they're not working on it and there's a back ordered part, I'd be freaking out. Yep. yep. So it's really nice to be able to just kind of So yeah, back. so all, you know, all credit to Precision. They were super helpful the whole way through this. They they literally kind of white glove deliveried my car to Audi and said, hey, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I obviously talked to them and, and they were like, yep, yeah, we're going to take the car over there. We'll get it taken care of. And then and I got... And, and you're going to pick it up from Audi? You don't have to like yep. go through Precision? Nope. They're, no, no, no. they're done? Okay. They basically handed the whole thing over. Okay, cool. The, the, guy, at, the guy at the Audi uh, service center and precision they know they, they know each other and they all know me. And yeah, like uh, crazy thing was, I got a text message from Audi to say, here is your like, you know, digital signature agreement for the repair that we've just put your car in for. And I was, I looked at this and I was like, oh, cool. That must mean my car's there now. And then we were going to pick the kids up. And obviously the Audi place is kind of near the school. So I just said, hey, Lindsay, can you just drop me off at the Audi place? I need to go pick up a rental or pick up a loaner car. And I walk in there and I go straight up to the service manager's office and the guys from Precision are standing there like just chewing the fat with him. So really? I stand yeah. They just happen to be there? Well that's they'd obviously just dropped the car off and they were still there by the time we got there, which, I see. Was, which okay. was maybe half an hour later or whatever. So, you know, we just sat there and talked about it a little bit and the service manager's like, Yep, yeah, we've done like twenty of these things over the last sort of five, six years. So the guy here knows exactly what he was doing. Like the way that Cameron was describing it is exactly how he likes to do that repair like 
surgical precision, you know, everything laid out in exactly the right spot. And yeah. I got to imagine that's a lot of parts. Yeah. Well, it, it isn't a lot of parts that you don't have to replace a lot of parts. It's just a lot of parts have to come off the car. Well, that's what I mean. Right. I mean like you, you're ending up with a lot of parts that need to be organized. Yeah. Um, and cleaned and, you know, like yeah. meticulously put back together. Yeah. He was describing to me that like some part of the process where if you don't get it exactly right, you damage this seal. Not like a or, or seal, like a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like a, An- another $2 really? part. Yeah. <laughs> another $2 part that's going to go wrong. Yeah. Um, and it's like you have to use this particular like Audi tool. And if you don't use the special tool, you can damage the seal. And, yeah. And then you have the gearbox oil mixing with the clutch oil and all that kind of crap yeah, so that would be no good that would be not good at all plus i think we already mentioned this but like the whole kind of warranty situation if it was being done half with precision and half with audi so that's kind of like a piece of mind thing i don't have to worry about and what, then, what, and then, what are they going to give you as a warranty or i'm assuming talk about it well no it's their whatever their standard is probably it's two years maybe probably yeah but I did ask the question. I said, look, while you're in there and while I'm paying for this repair, can you replace this sensor with like something from, you know, I don't know, Star Trek? Like, can I have like, <laughs> can I have like some next generation sensor that's never going to go wrong? You know, can I? Can all, we've got that. It has a small shield with a couple of lines and a horsey in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like Italian, you, you want me to put Italian electronics in it? No, no, no. I want you to put the the other part of VAG, the high end part of VAG in there. Is no. there? Is it actually like a different part number it, or anything? It's, it's an upgraded. It's a, okay. It's good. A, it's a higher rated part good. for sure. Because I, I guess when Audi was covering this crap under warranty, they were like, "We don't want to ever have to do this again on the same car." Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, while they share a bunch of parts, there are differences in some of the parts and the parts you can use those parts between cars totally it's like a good example of that and we've talked about the coil packs i would always go get the coil packs from audi for my volkswagen because the coil packs for audi were like yeah had a longer service life yeah totally so like when you know back when i was doing a bunch of work on your amplifier you can buy the same resistor like the identical resistor but you can buy it in like a 5% tolerance or a 1% tolerance right. or a 0.1% to- right. tolerance. Yep. So it's not that like this part is any different. It just means it's been through a higher level of quality control. So I'm assuming when they put this part into like the Porsche at VAG, it's come from the bin, which is like we've done the extra Q- yeah. QC on this part and it's higher rated. Yeah, well, and then also there are some differences in not just the tolerances, but in the actual spec. So another good example was uh, VAG went to electric diverter valves for turbos. Oh, okay. And the hot upgrade was go get the one from the 997 turbo and put that in the 2010 Volkswagen because it right. would hi- it would handle a lot higher pressure, right? And so you weren't burning those valves out every thirty thousand miles or whatever. So you weren't like destroying the little plastic diaphragm. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. The difference was it wasn't a plastic diaphragm; it was a metal diaphragm, right. and you know you were like it. It was another thirty bucks, but it lasted one hundred fifty thousand miles. Right. So. 
Yeah. So yes, whatever Audi decides to do on that part, they've they've upgraded it. Um, he he did say like he's never ever had one of these repairs come back. Oh, good. That's so, good. So that's, that's good. nice to hear. Yeah, that's great. But because uh, everybody's super afraid to drive their RS five after that, uh, right? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, this baby's a garage queen from this point forward, right? Yeah, and that's not what I want. I want to, you know. So, uh, and then I said, he said, like, so we've got all the parts apart from one. And I was like, let me guess. It's the, the sensor. The sensor. <laughs> yeah, that's the part that's on back order. Yeah, it's, so you know, Ben, it's in the back seat of my 911 that's coming from Germany. Oh, it probably <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hitching a ride. They do the same thing that the Colombians do with the, uh, with the BMWs that they ship from <laughs> France. They're like, there's a pink elephant in the back. Don't touch it. <laughs> Did they give you an estimate as to how long it might be? Uh, 26 it's, weeks. It's back ordered. 27 weeks. I know, but that's the that's, esti- that's, that's the it. Estimate. That's the all they said. 29 weeks. Jesus, I hate that. <laughs> what like I said, you got a free rental car. I did say. I was like, nice so I said, uh, well, it, I mean, is it It's nice enough. Come on. No, I was uh, when it's I It's utterly drivable. When I, it yeah, is, it's it fine. is good. It is utterly. Do you know what? I've had it for almost a week and I only figured out today how to turn off the stupid lane correction steering. Oh, that's a must. I hate that. <laughs> oh god. Oh. It's so bad. It is it is almost violent. Like you're yeah. on, you're on the it feels free- dangerous. It you're does on, feel dangerous. If you're on the freeway and you're like you forget to indicate when you're changing lanes, because <clears throat> I'm I'm of the school where you, if you're actually you know driving like not like a Californian where you're actually using the mirrors on your car, then when you, when you change lane, you already know if there's anybody behind you, and if there's nobody behind right. you, why would you need to indicate? Right. So. I'd do that. Uh, yeah, I need you to. For who? Who are you indicating for? I indicate no matter what. I'm for being, who? I'm in the desert indicating for God. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I do it. It's a weird thing. For you know, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying are you getting some like Boy Scout points for that or something? <laughs> he's indicating for the people that he's lane splitting with. <laughs> I do it so I can say oh, honestly. No, it's, it's not a. It's not a credit debit system <laughs> for, the, for those times you've not indicated and just lane split it you're not making up for it just so you know when i'm lane splitting i'm not indicating but, yeah. hey i got a question when i'm following you and we're we're going up like nine or 35 by the way we're though. not talking about lane splitting on your bike yeah i understand <laughs> sorry so, but when we're going up nine or 35 and the the bicyclists are you know in the shoulder i always throw the turn signal on to indicate to the people behind yeah, me sure. yes that's Absolutely. cool i've never yeah. seen evan do that no well fuck bicyclists <laughs> i was gonna say he has no respect for cyclists he's like i'm gonna indicate when nobody but me and god are here but fuck this bicyclist <laughs> yeah, right fuck now people so if, you don't, god, yeah. Yeah. so if you don't do that and you try and change lane change lanes the like the lane assist thing is really like strong it's aggressive it's aggressive and strong which i guess if i was actually falling asleep would be a good thing right yeah well if you're falling asleep yeah i guess you wouldn't indicate so that might wake you up right so you can shut that off i figured out how to shut it off now, today. D- does it beep when you does it now beep or something no it's off it's off okay there's an option to like and i've only found the menus today as well uh, but you, there's an option to like have it not vibrate the steering wheel as well oh, yeah okay. that's good yeah. in my in-laws highlander i drive their They're car when, I, when i'm with them just because whatever i i drive the car so i drive they're all in the car with me and when you approach the side of the lane if your signal isn't on you know, whether you're merging or whatever, it goes beep, 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 like a real quiet beep. 
and so I it I didn't I'm not used to that you yeah. know so a couple times depending on how I'm merging or if I'm switching lanes or whatever I use my signal but it was so like hyper vigilant you know it would just go beep, 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 and everyone in the car would have a collective like oh <laughs> like, they, they were like counting you know and like oh when Papa drives he only gets one beep when oh. we go to this place but you got three oh, God. like it's a scorekeeping thing and I was like fuck this you yeah. know i turn this thing off it is torture yeah not cool i've turned it off in my parents cars too and haven't told them nice <laughs> <laughs> they probably won't figure that out ever it's, uh, it's bullshit i hate it i have to admit so uh thanksgiving week last week and i did a bunch of stuff with the with the boys i was off the whole week because we, we have shut down in that week they didn't have school at all, so I, it was great. Got to hang out with them a bunch. Uh, we drove down to Monterey last week, went to the aquarium, and that was kind of like the first like reasonably long drive I'd done in the in the Q5. This was when I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. I had mm-hmm. Elwood sitting next to me. I was like, can you just go through the menus while I'm driving? I want to turn this thing off. It's really annoying. So he was trying to oh, figure Oh, I thought out- you meant turn the car off. <laughs> no, the, lanes, the lane okay. change, the lane correction, whatever you call Got it. it. Sure. Lane assist. There's also a light that keeps coming on on the dashboard. It like comes on and then it goes off. Then it comes on and it goes off. And I was like, I was looking at it and I, I must have said out loud, "What is that light? What is it? What is it indicating? Is it just a dot? Is it a symbol? It's a symbol. It's like an exclamation mark with like a squiggly thing, and it's not red. It's like orange, but it's, it sounds like traction, traction control. It looked yeah, the, it, the, yeah. Except the squiggly lines went underneath it. It was like they're on the sides. Okay, like this it was like an exclamation with a little side squiggly thing." Uh, I feel like Ghostbusters. Is it a couple of squiggly lines? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a triangle uh, <laughs> with a squiggly line and an exclamation point. Yeah. And uh, he figured it out before I did. He said, "It's nice. oh, you're getting too close to the car in front. Oh. So it's got the, it's got the adaptive cruise right, control. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the radar thing is on all the time. Yeah, shut that shit off to you. I did. I was just like, whoa. And, I, and, I, and then I started to test it. I was like, how close do I have to get to the car in front? It is speed sensitive, so it th- that distance gets bigger on depending on how fast you're going. But it like <laughs> you would not like nobody like no rational person would try and drive with that much of a gap in California on the freeways. Yeah, it's ridiculous because when you do, people just cut in front of you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can set that in a lot of them. You can tell it like I want two car lengths or three yeah. car lengths. Yeah, but I mean, who who fucking does that? <laughs> Yeah, we were... Nobody we, on 280, I can tell you that. <laughs> nobody anywhere. So we were in Washington, D.C. and Pennsylvania last week, and we rented a car, which I love rental car companies. Like, now it's not, hey, we don't have any Chevrolet Sparks, so you're getting a full-size F-150 or whatever, right? right? right. Like, remember those days? You roll up, you're like... I paid $24 a day. I want the shittiest, smallest economy car because I don't want to be responsible for this nonsense. And they're like, oh, guess what? You got the Crown Victoria. And you're like, I don't want the Crown Victoria. <laughs> yeah. I was so just going to say Cadillac. Now, now their thing is you can pick anything on row C. Oh, yeah. If you have if you have uh, priority or whatever, you have, well, I, I you don't. have status or whatever. No, I don't. I, this was at, at Enterprise. And... You know, we roll up and, oh, yeah, I see you rented the midsize SUV. You know, do you still want the midsize? Yeah, I want the midsize SUV. Because I didn't know if the weather was going to turn crappy. I was like, we should have an SUV. So, you know, it's like go up to floor three and anything on, on aisle C you can take. And How fun. It was. It was. Was it a debate? 
No, there was no debate, <laughs> but it literally was like a Le Mans start with me and three other people getting no the elevator. No way. <laughs> and Anna's like, where are you going? And I'm like, well, they all have like C on their ticket, so like I'm not getting stuck with the Jeep. Was right. basically the well, thing. Did you all did you all see the same car and try to get in the same car? Well, was we like were all obvious? running. We were all running towards certain things, and you know, this old guy, of course, is running for the Jeep. I'm like, fuck you, take the Jeep, you know. And there was like some mini Nissan thing that I'm like, you know, like if it was like the. Ro- rogue yeah whatever. the kosh kwai of yeah, yeah. the american kosh yeah. thing i'd it be was, like that's it the, fine it was the juke though it was the juke <laughs> i think you're right Dude, and i'm like i'm not driving the juke i rented a juke once yeah and so we ended up with the the gmc something oh, i don't yeah. know it, and it was like mid-size right it was about the same size as q5 so we get in and and i was thinking about ben with the so you know what this fucking thing has? It's got the three on the tree. And I was like, where's my three on the tree? <laughs> right. Like, it's an American car. <laughs> and I'm like, looking at the middle, I'm like, there's no big, like, hockey stick. There's right. nothing. Yep. Where? where was, it, was it a knob? No, it was buttons. It was buttons? Well, it was... <laughs> really? So it's worse than that. It was a row of... It was a row of window switches... Oh, like one a, says R, one says uh, N, and one says P and or D, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like what the fuck?" Yeah, and the bu- the park button's a button, and there's like an overdrive button, and I was like, "Oh my god! What am I doing?" So we're we're sitting there, and Anna's like, "Okay, well, like how do you think it works?" Like, I guess I'm gonna pull the R window switch. <laughs> so I pull the window switch and, you know, the R light comes on and we back, like the camera comes on, we back up. And then, you know, we're in the thing. I was like, okay, maybe I pull the, like, I guess I'm going to have to pull the D one now. Hopefully I don't have to pull the N one, then the D. So I pull the D thing and it, and it goes into drive and it goes. And I was like, by about the third time I did it, I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever used. <laughs> it's like what we were saying about, you know, the when when Ben had the the Model Three, like, oh, there's nothing, you know, like everything's like this. You rust your hand on the thing, you're like reverse drive, right? And it was like you could be J turning in that thing just by pulling those two switches. It was like the best. It was like reverse drive, it, and it would go. It wow. was like it didn't it didn't hesitate. It didn't have anything. And by the end. And it's like, are you gonna miss your GMC? I'm like, well, you know, when I walk up to it, <laughs> it doesn't have the two big defender lights with the <laughs> logos and all that shit. But like, you walk up to it, and it senses the key, and a little like GM logo behind the car shows up to let you know that that's your rental car. Uh, not yeah. bad, man. Not yeah, I mean, bad that, at all. yeah, I was like, GM's kind of thought about this. Yeah, like, yeah. you're in the middle of a mall parking lot, or you know, like you're in the middle of Michigan, and everybody's got the exact same GMC. Sure, like kind of cool that it's like yep i'm yours you know it'd be we're, nice if it was a little little hard or something was it pretty comfortable inside i mean yeah it was totally fine it was utterly was it, drivable was it loud i think it had a thrashy shitty four-cylinder with a turbo but it had no power yeah so you know you're going up a hill and i'm just leaning on it and you know it was fine but it was like it made that really weird like gm kind of not great washing machine sound yeah that all GMs have made for probably like the last like 30 years. The bearings made out of rocks. Well, it's something. <laughs> I mean, there were some things about it that Marble you could just balls. tell. <laughs> you, it's like, 
oh look these wheels are we're well probably cast in india nobody bothered to like do any kind of they're not you know, circular <laughs> they're barely circular <laughs> like oh look all the casting marks on the wheel that's great yeah. like nobody bothered to sand that down hey, it works that. and i bet you that thing goes for two hundred thousand miles probably probably yeah, yeah it had seventeen thousand miles on it it felt felt pretty good for it's a little bit plasticky miles. inside the dashboard shit it's it? pretty plasticky yeah, yeah yeah but hey i mean that's what you're paying for or but the not, seats and not. everything i well, mean that, honestly that's why it's a gm yeah it's cheaper the seats were as comfortable as the q5 like the yeah. seat heaters yeah. worked really well the ac and everything yep. else worked really well like that's the thing you can guarantee like the, like especially like northern midwest states that buy the that car the heater's going to work. Did it have a heated steering wheel? I bet it did. It did have a heated steering no wheel. No way. Yeah. Really? yeah, a little button on the steering wheel. Like, yep. turn the heat on for the steering wheel, which I never use. But That's like, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun times in Amish country with the GMC. Nice. <laughs> did you uh, take your kid to the Air and Space Museum? We tried, but you had to reserve a time and yes. have tickets. So we did not do okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, things have changed there. Yeah, and I mean, it's two museums, right? Like, there's the one that's with all the other Smithsonian's, and then there's another one. Udvar Hazy. Yeah, Udvar Hazy is a whole different deal, though. Right. It's much further what, away, and it's, it was just random words. Yeah, why are you guys speaking Russian all of a sudden? <laughs> Udvar Hazy is like an is a astro guy. It's a it's a that's nerdville. It's a that's space nerdville yeah. right there. Okay, um, but yeah, the main one is on the mall, the Smithsonian. Yep. So we did that one. Oh, you did go to the Smithsonian. We went to the Natural History Museum and the Modern Art Museum, and we tried to go to the Air and Space Museum because gotcha, they gotcha. thought it was really important to me, but then we couldn't get in. Well, the Natural History Museum is freaking epic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love mean, that place. Yeah. The big, did the dinosaur exhibit open? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was closed for like three years. Yeah. It, full, open, everything. Awesome. At least that I could see. So. Right, random question for you. Did they, do they still have an insect zoo? Yes. Yes, I don't did. know how to describe the insect zoo. So what what was that like? Oh, I just have childhood memories of going yes. there. I went there so many times, and this it's it wasn't very big. It was like this kind mm. of small thing, but it was full of like uh, live insects. Live insects. Yeah, we didn't see that. And then you could go there at certain times of the day, and you could hold insects and you know watch them feed tarantulas yeah. and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was I was there about a year and a half ago with and Charlie, that. and they had insects. Yep, nice. and they have like a little butterfly pavilion inside the place too that you can walk through. Oh, cool. That's yes. like the, I saw that. pretty small. I saw it's, that. That's like Cal Academy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. But but really cool. Like they can land on you and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I was, uh, I was impressed with the number of Volkswagens and modified cars that I saw, like tastefully modified cars in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Really? Oh. That's cool. Yeah. I was actually pretty impressed with the the display of random things that people had going on why pennsylvania again why'd you go to pennsylvania you got family there we don't have family there uh it was a good place to go to hang out that was nobody's house because uh anna's sister and brother-in-law live in montclair new jersey but they have a they have a smaller house and it's hard to fit all of us in the house and then montclair's cool and it's close to new york but on a week like thanksgiving none of us were going to going to new york yeah and then what are you doing in montclair new jersey for like a week so you guys just had thanksgiving on your own it wasn't like a big family thing we did have it was a big family thing oh and where was that lancaster pennsylvania at not a family house i'm confused we went to an airbnb <laughs> and our I was just family to and their out family yeah. like went gotcha. to 
this place. Gotcha. It's like what we did in the UK a couple of years ago gotcha. for Christmas. Yeah. That's awesome. Like yeah. how many people were there? Seven of us. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cool. So their kids, our kid. And I immediately decided to move that we needed to move to Lancaster, Pennsylvania and buy another manor house, kind of like the one that we have, but here was the selling six, point. Six times bigger? No. <laughs> and no, half, so and half it was, the price. With a nine car garage. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ben, wait for the number. <laughs> okay. I'm listening. I, I, I texted the real estate agent. Yeah. Because it had a carriage house. Yeah. Kind of like my house, but this carriage house was like a legit carriage house with yeah. like a like an apartment above it. Wait for the number. Anybody want to guess? I'm going to guess. What are you talking about? The price? No, the number of cars that you could park. Oh. Uh, Inside, inside. Uh, I would, I would just say ten. Ben, I was gonna say I'll go twelve. Well, right in between, <laughs> parking for eleven. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I was like, just on that alone, I'm like, can we buy this? No, no, Holy you're you're shit. like, <laughs> you should just turn and said, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> was it for sale? Yeah. How much? How much were they asking? Uh, it was one point two. They dropped the price to one point one. Shut your fucking mouth. 6,800 square feet main what? house. Wow. And and the carriage house added, well, however big 11-car parking plus wow. an apartment over the top that was like Man three cave. bedrooms, two Man baths. Pl- totally. Is it on like an acre? Like an acre? It's on an acre. You A- got it. How far is the nearest uh, international airport from there? Uh, that would be Philadelphia, and that is 45 it's a strong 50 minutes. That's not bad. No. Wow. And I mean, it's it's let's, surrounded by let's towns. Do this. It's surrounded by <laughs> it's surrounded by towns with great names. Yeah. La Tits. Oh, La Tits. <laughs> Intercourse. The Tits. Blue Ball. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Intercourse, Are you serious? Intercourse is literally in between Blue Ball and Paradise. Of course it is. <laughs> And the best, the best meal we had all week was in Little Tits. <laughs> we need to ask David how to pronounce that properly. Then it's uh, well, the German pronunciation is Littis, <laughs> but the American post office added an extra T oh, to make sure that it was Littits. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great! Uh, so that was good times. Sounds awesome. Dude, I had a crazy uh, Thanksgiving. My dad called me the day before Thanksgiving. It was just going to be me and my parents. And he was like, hey, this guy that I play poker with invited me to his house. Should I go? And we're going to (laughs) go. Can you say that again uh, in the Seinfeld voice? (laughs) (laughs) This guy invited me to his house. And I was like, we're we're not going to go. Thanksgiving is for people you know. (laughs) Now I've got to meet new people. Oh, no, not new people. Yeah, anyway. new people are hard. So I was really anti at first. I was just like, no, I just want to be in my PJs and like just hang out with my parents. I like, would have dug my heels in for that. Oh, I, I was pissed. And yeah. my mom was in the background and she goes, if he doesn't go to Thanksgiving because of your decision, I'm going to be so mad at you, Bob. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, wait, so, uh, so the, the, like, this was the thing? It was like, this is going to be Thanksgiving now? Yeah. Yes. We're going uh, to some stranger's house. Oh, okay. Just wait, though. Okay, just wait. I'm waiting. So, <laughs> so I was pretty anti, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna need to, a moment to process this. Let me call you back. I'm sure they had it out in the car or whatever. And then um, I talked to my wife, and she was like, "Look, you always have dinner with just your parents. It's kind of boring. It's kind of mellow. No big deal." She's she's like, "Just cognitively reframe this whole thing, 
and and you'll be fun. You're great in social situations. It, it'll be a good time. Blah blah blah. Was blah, it because Karen wasn't going with you? No, it had nothing to do with that. Wait, wait, what do you was mean? Karen going with you? No, she. We split up for Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So Karen's like, I'm out. Peace. Right, right. She's like, Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fucking car, Evan. It's, it's like it's, you should absolutely do this. <laughs> you should do this. Bye. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm not exactly. fucking doing this, but you are. <laughs> so I I called my parents back like ten minutes later, and I go, Look, I'm sorry for my negative attitude right away. Absolutely, let's go. It'll be fun. I I, I actually asked two questions. I go, Are they Jewish? And they said yes. Like, okay, that's good. And, and are they Democrats? <laughs> and they said yes. And I said, fantastic. Let's go. Because that's what I'm afraid of: religion and politics. The two, fr- the two things you're not supposed to talk about right. in polite company. Yeah, but you haven't met my parents. My, my dad's going to bring that shit up. You know, he's like, oh, he's super. This, you know. I was like, great, whatever. Let's go. So we go, and the second we walk into this house, it's it's an old house in Almaden, and it's it's pretty rough inside this house. Like it, they didn't clean up. So and wait, if they did. So you went to my parents? Pretty much. I went to your parents' <laughs> house. It's right off Cottle, like where Cottle ends in the middle of nowhere. Out nah, there. it's not really Almaden, dude. Yeah, it's not, it's not Almaden. That's it's, Blossom Valley. Yes, it was Blossom Valley. So, but cool house, like big house. Um, and I, as soon as I walked in, I was super comfortable. I was like, this place is a fucking wreck. <laughs> like f- from the 60s. Like nothing's been updated. You're like, ooh, popcorn the carpet, ceiling. Yeah, I mean, it was a wreck. And I was just like... Awesome. They like, haven't they haven't tidied up since the sixties. No, I don't think they have. Did they did they hand you a rake to rake the carpet? No, but they had a huge backyard. I could have raked the carpet. I'm sure you could have. There was a huge backyard that was so cool with like different types of furniture everywhere and like trees. You know, j- just it was really actually gorgeous. It they just reminded me kind of ex hippies. Anyway, we had the best time ever. I was there from one to four, three hours. They. <laughs> dinner was at 1 30 nice <laughs> i don't understand but that was the thing and the guy made like nine different dishes including you know turkey and they had no gravy that was the one downside and it was funny because my dad whose decision this whole thing was was like no gravy how can you not have gra-? and i was like dad <laughs> that's what you get when you yeah <laughs> when you, you meet a stranger at poker and go to house. their house you don't get you don't get gravy on thanksgiving i'm gonna, I'm gonna send your dad a link to the uh there's a video. That's the name of the bit. Hey, so I'm going to tell you about this one time we didn't have gravy. <laughs> well, no, there's a there's a exactly. Looney, there's a Looney Tunes cartoon where this dog keeps pimping out a, a cat and mouse. Yeah, and every time he pimps out the cat and mouse, they come back with food, which is a steak usually. Right. And every time he's like, "And don't forget the gravy." <laughs> so at the end, he's pimped out the cat and mouse so much that he's got enough cash to buy a butcher shop so you know he's like in there surrounded by all the meat and then the next scene he's like in the doggy hospital and you know the surgeons are like well this is a classic case of overeating you know and he's like all blobby and shit and he can't get up because he's blobby and the cat and mouse show up with a big can and they're like and we didn't forget the gravy and they throw like a you know like an oil funnel in his mouth and just like yeah. In the <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send your dad that a link to that video he, it's funny because my dad does not have a easy time telling people how he actually feels <laughs> really so, that's so surprising he, he to just me. goes no gravy mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he like barely ate anything and like you know the the uh 
they, they made a stuffing which was actually an oyster stuffing which I don't even know oh, what that means. Yeah. That's a big deal. Uh, and yeah. it had like little smokies chopped up inside yeah. of it too. It was the best fucking thing I've ever eaten. I could not stop eating it. And I ate everything. I those, was like, those oysters, they have flavor. Oh, they do. So good. Yeah. Where at the end where you're like, Moish, Rachel, can Oy. I get the, can <laughs> I get the Moisha, gravy? Pass me more. <laughs> yeah, can I get the uh, stuffing recipe from you? It was it was pretty funny to watch my dad squirm a little bit with the food because he's not he doesn't really have like a developed. He's like palette. expecting the stovetop. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Which look, I I'm all about yeah, the stovetop. Cool. Stovetop yeah. to me is like, don't fuck around. Well, Let's, next just year give you me can the go to my, you, you Take your dad to. My, you can. I want the cranberry it. in a can. Yeah, that's. So that's reverse it up want. so that hey, next year you can be like, hey, guess what, dad? <laughs> I don't have a problem with the cranberry in the can. The cranberry in the can to me actually tastes better than when, me somebody, too. when, than when somebody yeah. tries to make cranberry. Oh, they, yeah, they, they made it. Chunky. It was way too tart and yeah, way too yeah, chunky yeah. and yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway, th- there's one thing that I stuck out to me about these people that was really interesting. He was a chemistry professor at Berkeley in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Oh, yeah? Smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> His name is Walter. <laughs> And uh, anyway, really interesting guy, very funny guy. And um, they had a grandfather clock in the dining room, and I was admiring it. I was like, that thing is beautiful. And it kind of reminds me of one that I had in my house when we were growing up. And I said that to my parents. I go, that looks just like your grandfather clock. And they go, actually, we have a story about that. And he opens up the grandfather clock and pulls out an envelope. And in the envelope, or printed on the envelope, it said Merv Griffin Enterprises. No way. Oh, you <laughs> went on like the Price is Right or they, something? Th- she won it in 1988 on the Wheel of Fortune. No way. Oh, and I was like, oh, shut the wheel. up. So then he tells me that he went on the Wheel of Fortune two years later in 1990. And at that time, it's not like Jeopardy, where if you win, you just keep going back and going back. You can only win three shows in a row, and then they kick you out, you know, no matter yeah, how well like, you do. Stop, stop taking stop our money. Stop jacking the wheel. Yeah. yeah. So he told all these stories about how he went there early to test the wheel to like sit there for an hour and like talk to Pat. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, seriously. They'd actually and, let like, him do they, that? They let him practice on the wheel, yes. Wow. And he said- Do they he, still do that? I don't know. I want to go I don't know. But, but he said, he's like, there's definitely a clutch in the wheel because sometimes it was easier and sometimes it was harder. I'm like, okay. It's so like somebody running the clutch? Or yeah, exactly. Just, I know, or, that's what or, I said. Or just run random. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they said it differently for every yeah. show. I have no idea. There's some guy pulling the R or the D. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's pressing the buttons. Um, anyway, he won three shows in a row and walked away with 80 grand. Wow. And I was like, how cool is that, dude? And he's all, I spent it all. <laughs> and he got, he, got, he got $10.50 in take home after all the taxes. Yeah, right. Well, actually, part of that, they won a new car. Yeah. Was it the Plymouth Duster? No, but it was it was a van, and the the license plate for the van said Van A W H T, like Van Van White. White. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and and that was the license plate on his car that was parked outside. Because since then, the the van the van had died, but he transferred the plate to his new car. Did they get that, or was it? it, Did it come? No, he got that. That's awesome. And that's, I was like, these are the people. The yeah, right. I want to I hang out with you. I wanna, these are the people we're dealing with here. <laughs> I, I want to go play poker with your dad and this guy. I, I recommend you don't play poker against this guy. No. <laughs> no, no. No, he was good. He's got a clutch that he's using to shuffle They're cards. very game-oriented people. Like They're really into gaming. Like There was like games set up around the house. Like They had like cards everywhere. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, a, a big table with a half-done puzzle on it and stuff like that. Sick. Yeah, anyway. But it was interesting, and it taught me a lesson. It's like, you know what? Just go with the flow, man. I love the idea that you that you were having you were sitting down to dinner at one thirty. We didn't eat until six. 
Well, I was texting you. I was trying to drop the hint. Invite me over, like not to not to have dinner, but just to go party. Like I just wanted to yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. At six o'clock, I found myself, as you might know, sitting at the Branham Lounge by myself with a gin and tonic. Branham Lounge. <laughs> I would have gone with on you. any other night, I my know. friend. I know. <laughs> I would have gone with you. I figured. The you know, I figured. Like he's eating dinner at a normal dinner time, like like a British person would in America during Thanksgiving. No, I think it, it, it was no, yeah, exactly no. It was we had our neighbors come and uh, hang out with us, and they were waiting for their uh, son to come, like son to arrive, and he wasn't getting in on a flight till like three thirty or four o'clock or something like that. So we'd originally said, "Hey, come over at five thirty and then they didn't, or four thirty or five or whatever it was. They didn't end up coming over until like half an hour later, and I was trying to time cooking everything to be right for that time. And like like you said, the sides and stuff. I don't, uh, you, and you probably, you two probably know this. I, I don't really care about the main event, like whether it's like the, the. I mean, I do care about steak. I'll, I'll take that back. But uh, you know, the turkey or the turkey chicken, sucks. Turkey's like turkey. there's a reason why nobody fucking eats turkey. The only ever. Th- the only thing I care about is the potatoes. Yes, and the gravy. Yes, spend way more time on the gravy than basically anything else. And you're like a potato magician. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> You've a potato made magician. some amazing potatoes. So. Yeah. So we kind of got everything ready, but then, yeah, they didn't end up coming over until like 5.30, and then we sat down to eat at like 6. And then Evan's texting me going, hey, do you want to come out for a drink? I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, I mean, the answer is yes. <laughs> I knew that, it would be yes, yeah. That ain't going to happen right, right now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, didn't, uh, we didn't turkey uh, it up. You didn't turkey. What did you do? Tell me, tell me you cooked a goose. No. Oh, okay. Ham? No. Uh, lasagna? Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the classics. Basically all the English yeah. people are like fuck this American nonsense. Yeah. Like exactly what Evan said. Turkey's fucking it, lame. Like, have you ever been to a restaurant, much less a decent restaurant and seen turkey on the menu? Well, if you have it shit, you're just like, "Oh my god, it's like not why am I eating this?" Yeah, there's a reason. I mean, like if you go to like Harry's Hofbrauer or something like that and you know, they're Sitting there carving a turkey all day, maybe, that, maybe. But even that, I'm, I'm, I'm going for the ham every time. People are like, oh, it's kind of dry. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's care. Always how, dry. Yeah, I don't care how well you cook it. It's gonna be fucking dry. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Turkey's <laughs> yeah. rubbish. I don't ever need to eat another. Turkey. I eat it out of respect for whoever cooked it. I ate a few bites, you know, but yeah. for the most part, <laughs> I drowned myself in you, oyster. You, you eat it out of respect for what peanuts, the pilgrims, <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, and sorry then, we murdered all you guys. Yeah, we're eating <laughs> yum, your turkeys yum, yum, too. Yum, right. Yeah, I uh, I thought I was getting out of it, and then we got home, and my mom had us over over the weekend, and she's like, "So I basically remade Thanksgiving." I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, <laughs> that's great. No, that's you were nice. so close. You were so close. Right. I'm like. I'm like <laughs> No. So did you have to have turkey after all? Well, thankfully she made uh, chicken, and the chicken was actually delicious. Great. I don't know what the difference is, like why chicken's okay, but turkey's fucking rubbish. Ben could probably tell you. Size is everything. (laughs) The turkey's just too big. Wait a minute. I'm not rubbish. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah. So, But, you know, stuffing, potatoes, all of it. It was just like... It was a little bit like you. I'm just going to lose myself to this moment and be be okay with it. Yeah. Look, if I got enough gravy, I'll fucking eat anything. I don't give a shit. No, there's no gravy. (laughs) (laughs) 
No well, gravy. That's what you get when you fucking say yes without inquiring. You know, happened. next Jesus year, Christ. everywhere he goes now, he's going to bring like his own gravy. <laughs> I, I told him, I sat at the table and I, I was like, we haven't been to get to, to, the, to, the other, to the other family. I was like, we haven't been together in, I haven't seen you guys in 50 years, my, which is my whole life. You know, I was like, I'm so glad we finally get to be together again. You know, like I felt like I, I was family with these people. Oh, Insta- got it. Instantly. Oh, yeah, it was it was really cute. That's great. That and I good. told my dad, I was like, I would gladly go there again next year. Well, no, in fact, you're going to demand it, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Even if they don't want to go, I'll Maybe. just go by myself. <laughs> Your dad's going to be like, who? Maybe We're going to bring our own gravy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just stop by Whole Foods on your way there. I'll pick up the gravy on the way. Okay, you want to hear the complete opposite of that? <laughs> so, of course, I make a metric fuck ton of gravy. Right? <laughs> metric uh, fuck ton. Yeah. Yes. And uh, there's potatoes and there's like, I don't know, there's like, Every side you can imagine. There's like sprouts <laughs> with bacon and there's the corn. No, Did you we, do all this? You, no, you, I, I, I signed up to do turkey and potatoes and gravy. And Lindsay helped or fan, other people or what? The, uh, you know, our neighbors, our neighbors brought a bunch of okay, sides. Okay, cool, cool. So they brought a bunch of stuff. Uh, like, I actually got like definitely sprouts and stuffing. They did stuffing and they brought a bunch of desserts. So like it was all it was perfect. Actually, like it was weird. Like for the number of like Christmas days and Thanksgiving days that I've cooked here where you're like cooking like eight different things and you're like spinning all of those plates at the same time and yeah, nightmare. So I kind of spent the whole day going, oh, I kind of only have to worry about one thing and that's the turkey. And then when that's, once that's finished cooking, then I'll start thinking about gravy and potatoes take care of themselves. So it's fine. Um, so when we sit down and there's you know like a huge spread, an incredible spread, and like families being together, and I uh, I don't think we've ever like talked about this on the podcast, but uh, even though Lindsay and I are English, uh, our kids are American, and so we have a like a very strong uh, opinion that because we live in America and because they are American and they are surrounded by other American families that we should do all of the American traditional things. Like for, That's awesome. I, I, Fourth of July, I never would have thought Thanksgiving. That. Like they're important to us because it's important, an important part of this culture that we're living in. Good for you. If we were in the UK, we wouldn't be doing that necessarily. Maybe we would if we went back to the UK now. I don't know. But um, we do it because it's an important part of their culture that they're a, that they're a natural part of, right? If we didn't do that, they'd go to school and they'd be like, hey, so what did you do at Thanksgiving? They're like, well, you know, what's Thanksgiving? So we tried to do some of that. Like we do the whole 4th of July thing here at the house. Yeah, you go off for 4th of July. Yeah, because that's just part of like being a responsible parent, I think. I think anyway. Uh, like I think it's brilliant. For, Good Ameri- for, you. for American kids who are growing up in America. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be like, they'd be outcast, wouldn't they? They'd be like shunned well, by Well, and they're going to continue the tradition. They're yeah. going to keep it going. Yeah, which... And, right. I, and, and I just hope like in 10 years time or in 15 years time when they're, when they're maybe with their significant others or families or whatever, they're going to be, oh, you know, when I was growing up, like sure. Thanksgiving was a big deal and my dad cooked all day or my mom did this or whatever. You know, like that's, that's what I, I think it's that's great. What I, that's what I hope for. I so, love it. So we're doing all this cooking and we're like making everything ready and like, and, and then we sit down to eat and there are, I, no joke, there are people at the table that are like, no, I don't want any gravy. You're like, really? I made a metric fuck ton of gravy. 
You that eat was, the fucking gravy. You know, if I'd have known this, we could have transported some of the gravy over to our place. The, the, we <laughs> we got to stop be, saying between, the word gravy. Uh, between, our, between our household and the household that you were at, yeah. we were gravy neutral. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you were. It's like E-gravy. <laughs> Got, uh, got gravy? Yeah, I got no. gravy. I'll be right over. Yeah. We need to stop saying gravy. You get a text me going, dude, there's no gravy here. I was like, oh, we, we have, we have, we have, uh, I have remainders of a metric yeah. fuck ton here. You're like, it's Plunder Phonics and Gravy Night at fucking the Branham Lounge. <laughs> uh, wait, Matt, Branham Lounge is halfway between me and you. I'll meet you yeah, there. With yeah, with there, gravy. Yeah. Bring Bob. Gin and tonics and gravy. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Oh. Uh, so quick, quick, car update i could barely get the 1602 out of the garage the other day to get it over to the shop and the shop called me today and we're like so we think it has a loose spark plug wire oh, i was like fuck no, off Shut really fuck up so they switched the giant boots off the the spark plug wires so that they're like a more normal size plug yep so that those things, because they were always hard to put on. He's like, I don't know. I drove it around today. It was basically fine. I was like, there's no way. Were you embarrassed? No, I wasn't embarrassed. Because like. It do, it, <laughs> that would explain the, the crap you've been seeing. Yeah. It, it would explain part of it. He's like, we plugged it into the computer and it was running a bit rich. So, you know, like part of it is just a little bit more tuning. But I told them, one, the throttle needs to be worked on so please like work Just, on that how long has the throttle been a fucking thing on your car oh it's been forever yeah so i was like whatever it takes at this point fix it and they're gonna drive it some more because he's like i'm not convinced that it's not but it's it's one of those things like it was so messed up and then he's like yeah you know it it kind of isn't that messed up i'm like i just feel like it's it's really messed up <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like I'm having a modern car conversation like like you were having with the transmission like yeah. if it if it only if it fucks up like while it's over there and you know you're praying for it to fuck up when it's over there yeah and he calls you like, I don't know I can't get it like yeah. to, we cleared the codes that's it didn't the come worst back. I hate that yeah yeah. yeah yeah so I don't know we'll see trying what to, happens trying to get it to make the noise again you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah it's not making the noise I was really surprised that they got to it this week like you know I that's mean cool. I dropped it off on Monday and here it is Wednesday and basically he's like yeah so start working on the throttle or whatever like we'll probably do a little bit more tuning he's like i'm gonna drive it around tomorrow and see if i can get it to screw up we'll you know data log and great so who knows might come back <clears throat> sooner than i think and not cost me another 20 grand to get fixed <laughs> fingers crossed fingers awesome. crossed and the uh the 992 is still playing shuffleboard right it's still playing shuffleboard <laughs> on the cruise it's ship. got your sensor in the back seat <laughs> waiting to get here well i think i saw a picture on reddit the other day on the porsche subreddit <laughs> that showed a red line of it coming up you know a guy in the bay area that was also had an allocation and it showed it coming up on the you know, it showed the actual GPS of the boat itself coming up the California coast. Did, huh. you, did you get an email saying telling you the name of the boat? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like the Costco Busan. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't tote oil anymore. It's got your car. But in I'm, a cur leaky I'm curious hole. to be able to actually track it GPS style on the boat. I think if I were running the app on my phone, I probably could. But I'm just doing it on their like website, and so I'm not seeing like an updated yeah. map. You're not getting the full experience. Yeah, I'm look into that. I want. I, I want the full experience. All right, I'll go download the app. I'll <laughs> if down, you could, that'd be great. The app. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 